12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 Welcome back. October 21st. I hit, I, yeah, I hit him with the quick intro that time. Thursday. I wasn't sure what you are going to do. You're a little, hit, yeah, little hezzy on our end. I was thinking about what I wanted to do. For the I like it, though. You got to, I mean, it shows me some effort into this, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Um, <clears throat> Got a lot to talk about. Well, I mean, less than last week, because we're not talking about Newcastle, but. <laughs> we spent a good portion talking about Newcastle. A decent amount to talk about. Let's just jump, jump right into the Prem. Liverpool dominated Watford. Big shock, right? You fire your manager. It usually doesn't turn around right away. Um, although I thought it was interesting. Musa Sissoko in this game for Watford. <clears throat> only uh, four people on Liverpool had a better match rating than he did. And his team lost 5-0. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he actually did have a good game. It's just so interesting. Like, Within the port. The such disaster. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no surprise here. Liverpool, second place in the Prem. The only undefeated team still. But only second. Better goal differential than Chelsea and Man City. Yeah. Their defense is a little worrying, honestly. I mean, yes, they've given up only six goals in the Prem. And, yeah, they shut out Watford. But, like, in general, what happens to Liverpool when the goals don't flow? Well, right. I mean, like when Mo Salah, like he's going to go out of form here in a little bit, I would assume he's been on fire. Well, I think the thing is like he's scoring pre- some like pretty spectacular goals right now, which is like a big thing. Um, in my opinion, like he's he's scoring goals. He, he always scores goals. I mean, over the last four seasons, he's performed throughout the season, even when Liverpool's had some down patches, but he's playing really really well right now so that like the goals he's getting um are pretty pretty special in some respects i mean the one goal here was um he does pretty nice he does lead the prem in expected goals so that's interesting i mean he's just getting a lot of chances but he's and so he has seven is expected of five interestingly enough second place on this list is a tie between sadio mane and michael antonio mm-hmm. both have an expected goals of 5.1 and each have five goals. So, I mean, I, I would not have guessed that Salah had the most expected goals. I would, I, I would have definitely thought he'd be up there. Well, maybe I, I would have expected Firmino to be up there, too, because he's just scored a hat trick. Like, it was a hat trick of tap-ins. <clears throat> yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think I'm like – I don't really get your – reservations i mean I no, think no, no. about the there's, there's no reservations it's just like when they struggle and attack will they be good enough to overcome that um like how man city has their games like even this weekend man city versus burnley this is a game where man city struggled and they still got the win okay i i mean yeah i i don't think 
I mean, I think the team is pretty coherent enough to that they um, not coherent, not the cohesive. That's what I was um, enough to to get it done. I, I don't really have a lot of questions about the defense. I know understand they've scored, they've conceded three more goals, but no, I, I guess um, this is more directed at them, more related to the Champions League performance in which they should have lost Atletico Madrid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When Allison kept them in that game, basically yeah, was the reason they won. True. Uh, yeah, I mean, but but things like that are going to happen. Um, uh, again, I, I I see what you're saying, but I just I don't know if I'm quite quite feeling the, what you're putting down, quite picking up what you're putting down. Well, I mean, also like all of the goals they have conceded this season have come from teams in the top half of the table, and Chelsea, Man City, and Brentford. Yeah, I and mean, in all those games they have not won any of those games. True. So they have not won a game that they have conceded a goal in this year in the prem. That's interesting. Okay, that's that's a good point. And then I was going to say on top of that to to help your point, I mean, the disastrous first half they had against City. Now they did manage to turn it around in the second half. That's partly because City just weren't able to put away the chances and put the game to bed. I mean, yes. that should that yes. game should have been dead in the first half. Yeah. Um. So I guess I guess where I'm going with this is that I don't. Yes, they're in second place. Yes, they're a point behind Chelsea, but I really don't think they are and yes they are title contenders i don't want to say they're not but i don't think they're going to finish in the top two okay interesting uh, so do you think do you think the difference between so i i would assume that you would put united probably fourth still probably yeah so do you think the difference between say two whether it be city or chelsea to liverpool at three i'm guessing that's where you would put them mm-hmm is do you think that difference between two to three is going to be greater than three to four? No. Okay. Because I still think it's those three. It's kind of like tier You're saying one. less than five points? Yeah, probably around there. I mean, Man City looks so good when they play well. Yeah, I, but then that they don't necessarily always play. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like if they could not have games where they just shit the bed. I mean, that same thing for every team, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, if they just signed a striker, I mean, God forbid, right? Um, let's move on, though. Um, Wolves and Aston Villa, cracking game here. Villa up 2 nothing late, only to lose 3-2, three, three, three goals in the 80th minute or later. Mm. Wild. <clears throat> Including the free kick goal that gets deflected in the 95th minute. <laughs> and the two goals before that were from center backs. Yes. But just crazy because they just like have not. I mean, that's. I guess that shows you like just how much Wolves have struggled to find goals over like the last year and year and a quarter, or whatever it is, where however many matches yeah. into the. I mean, this is a Wolves team that was zero and three to start the year, and have now ran off four wins out of their last five to be in the top half of the table now, where. I mean, we expect them to be in their mid-table, comfortably mid-table. Yeah. Yeah, but they're the, – let's see. Let's look at these last – look. They have had probably the easiest run, aside from Bradford, over the last five games. So they play Watford, Southampton, yeah, Newcastle. Fair. And then, I mean, Villa's a good team. That's a good win. That's a good win for them. But you play three people that I would say are in – Relegation I would battle. say the three favorites to be relegated, in my opinion. Three of the favorites to be – of like the five I would put. So yeah, definitely a relegation battle, uh, as Ryan would just put it. But yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um 
I mean, and yeah, but like the goals have started to come now, right? Mm-hmm. It looked like they were going to be dry again in this game because they shouldn't have lost those three games to start the season. They had tons of chances in those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Triori misses. We were, you know, we were railing on him for his missing the chances. Can't, open. can't shoot. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. talk about Manchester United. Fall into Leicester. Um, and I guess a big talking point here is why is Harry Maguire playing in this game when he was hurt? He was mm-hmm. very clearly not 100%. Um, <clears throat> and I just have to wonder... Is him being not 100%, whatever you want to call it, 70%, 75 whatever, better than just playing like Eric Bailly back there? I, that's what I was thinking. And maybe maybe he is better, but like, I don't know. He definitely hurt I, the team in this game. 100%. Uh, he totally was rushed back. And we'll get to the Champions League. He was kind of the problem in the beginning of the Champions League game. So I, I don't understand why we saw how not ready he was to come back in the Leicester game. I understand just went making that mistake once. Mm-hmm. You, you really want to have – I mean, it's a bad mistake. You shouldn't have done it. But learn from that and don't play him against Atalanta, especially a team that's going to be, like, pushing and, like, pressuring you a lot. And the it's not going to be a team where you're going to have to have, like, two or three moments where you need somebody to come big, up big. Atalanta is a team that's going to pressure you the whole game. So he's got to be alert the whole game. Um, which by I think lends way better to that. Maybe even in like uh, even when they're both fit, he's also faster than Maguire. Right. I guess that's part of what I'm what I'm saying too. I guess that's a, like a that's a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the good good win for Leicester. I mean, coming off oh, yeah. draws against Burnley and uh, Crystal Palace, this was a good game. I mean, Tielemans looks phenomenal as he does. Yeah. I think Thielen's, I mean, how much longer he stays at Leicester remains to be seen, but. Well, yeah, I mean, the Leicester looked good. The, the yeah, away, yeah. So. no, I'm not. I'm not trying to take anything. Yeah. I no, think I know you're gonna, not. I know you're not. I'm this just... was a good game for me as I bet on Leicester to finish in the top six. So I was a little worried early in the season here, but this is a result that helps that for sure. Um, yeah. The other side of Manchester. Well, with, uh, there was a few other things on this game um like with rashford coming back uh, oh i love him my reaction um when he scored like i was just like really frustrated at that point um because soyuncu had just scored and i'm like it's 2-1 this is stupid you know like i don't know i was just really frustrated and then rashford comes on lifting my spirits feels so good and then he scores i'm screaming like probably lost my voice for a little bit and then within like two seconds, it flashes right to Perez on the wing. And I go immediately, I could see Vardy free. I go, oh no. And the pass happens. It goes in. Just the roller coaster of emotions, brutal. Um, the team looked, yeah, bad. Uh, and we could talk a little bit more about Manu later with the Champions League, but uh, Ronaldo is pissing me off. So I know, but- I know he is, Tyler. Yeah, because well, you've, you've seen me on Twitter um, <laughs> getting upset. Um, yeah, on the other side of Manchester, Man City get to a what should have been a comfortable win, made it uncomfortable against Burnley. Burnley had chances in this game, more than they should have. Um, Man City also decided to do that thing where they just don't score their chances. Yeah. Like when Bernardo Silva scores in the 12th minute, I'm like, all right, this is going to be another, you know, like four or five nothing game. 
great. Because usually when Man City struggle in games like this, they don't score early. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they got it done. De Bruyne scored that late one. Nice finish. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm a win's a win, right? Don't want to take anything away from it. But I was a little disappointed against Burnley. Yeah, it's just one of those games. Well, too, you guys have a good record historically, right? Yes, like, yes. Like no, lots, like the, of, lots of like five nothing wins. The last so. like four games that have been played at the Etihad against Burnley were five nothing games. Right. <laughs> so that's definitely a it's definitely a fixture that you'd like you, you'd like your chances in and to yeah. I mean, build up your credit credit to Burnley though, they played well. I mean, Corneau looked really good playing as a striker. Basically, should have scored. He had a breakaway that uh, Ederson saved. Yeah. Or Zach Stefan, excuse me, the American. Come on. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's still two points behind Chelsea, one behind Liverpool. They have the same exact goals for and against as Chelsea, which is interesting. Yeah. Which, I mean, Chelsea's had the easier schedule, I think, so far, I would say. Um. Uh... I mean, Chelsea, no, Chelsea tied Liverpool, so I, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I feel good. I mean, they got the job done. So, Norwich and Brighton, a draw, 0-0. Zero, zero. Disappointing from Brighton's standpoint, although you could also say disappointing from Norwich. Yeah. More expected goals, more shots, and more big chances created in this game. <clears throat> yeah, not I mean. Sergeant, not getting it done. He's just bad. <laughs> I mean, we we've been saying this because we don't think he should play. For I think I team, think but... he'll be a okay in the championship. Yeah, in the championship maybe. Yeah, but that's not. We're not, not. He is not a big quality player. The men, <laughs> um, the quality of the men's national team right now is not championship players. It's Premier League players. Um, Southampton get their first one of the season against Leeds. This oh. common. Hours after that supercomputer predicted that yep. would not win a game game all year. <laughs> and that Brentford would come in sixth place. Or no, top four. They were four. fourth place. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, predicting a team, like, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Predicting a team that has zero wins. Even the worst teams in Prem history have won games. Yeah. Like, like you cannot tell me they weren't going to win. And they beat a banged up Leeds team that's still trying. They're still struggling. Leeds is in trouble. I'm gonna say it right now. You think you think that once they get everyone back healthy, they they're still gonna be in trouble? I mean, I mean, I mean, in trouble. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna, they're gonna be safe. But I think there's gonna be a question. I think they're gonna hover around like this, the um, 14, I would 15. say like 17 to 14 place, where it's gonna be a question of whether they're gonna get relegated. But really, it never really materializes. But it's gonna be a thought. I think all season. I don't think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to finish top half for sure. Uh, that teams kind of figured them out. I don't know if you guys disagree. Maybe, maybe the injuries are playing a part right now. Um, but I think they're, they're kind of understanding what they have to do to stop a Leeds game. Well, yeah. I think Bielsa just also needs to stop yeah. playing Rodrigo. He's not good. And yes, Bamford's hurt, but like there has to be someone better. Rodrigo's so bad. He's so bad. Play Dan James up top. Like, do anything else no this is not him. i promise you did uh, i tell you what <clears throat> i don't think i've seen more people in this chances this season than adama Traore and rodrigo they're not so bad um chelsea beat brentford one nothing although 
probably a game that Brentford should win. Brentford should win this game. Chelsea with five shots look at Brentford seventeen. Yeah, Ben Chilwell <laughs> saves them with a <clears throat> nasty goal. But like, and then this also comes like a day or two after they announced the Ballon d'Or nominees, and Edouard Mendy <laughs> left off, which is so disrespectful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. He's, he's like, if you're going to include Conte and Jorginho as high as they're going to be, which is stupid. Yeah. Mendy should be up there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he completely he made them so much better last year. Yeah. It revolutionized this team. Yeah. Now, you could also say Tuchel did. <clears throat> it, those things kind of go hand in or hand. Or it just also shows how bad Kappa is. I mean, Kappa is yeah. trash. Most defensive goalie ever, though, right? What? Isn't he the most expensive goalie? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got a goalie manager in one, so kind of worth it. Uh, West Ham beat Everton. Everton again without Big Dom. Who's speaking of Big Dom, I saw he was linked with Newcastle today. That'd be a good signing. Yeah, that. it would be. It would be a quality one. He'd be pretty expensive. I mean, money's you, what, not. Eh. I don't think money's the issue right now, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. No, <it's> not. <laughs> right, right, right. It's going. It'd be pretty expensive when we just spent a whole show talking about how they could buy anybody. <laughs> I think it would make it would make a lot of sense for them. Get a quality forward next to Callum Wilson. Now, I don't think they need a striker right now. Yeah, that's I not where that's, I would prioritize. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, I talked about this last week. I think it's going to be center backs first. Mm-hmm. Um, Callum Wilson is a quality prime striker someone like Michele Antonio you know you know they're gonna bag goals for you uh, yeah I mean he's addressing her presence too because I mean he's got a large one so talking about Antonio I was talking about Callum Wilson <laughs> no, I know. um uh... we have not seen any reports about Callum Wilson and how endowed he is um or Big Dom but I would assume <laughs> Big Dom is you know his, his name is his Big name Dom. says everything you don't call him that for nothing <laughs> yeah He's got the energy. Well, we'll have to reach out to Everton and uh, see if they can. We need, we need a comment. We need a comment from <laughs> Benitez. <laughs> um, Tottenham beat Newcastle 3-2 to two <clears throat> in a game where I got a little excited. Newcastle scored that early goal. Callum Wilson, speaking of him, yeah. And then Tottenham stormed back. Harry Kane scored his first Prem goal of the season, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he back? I mean, he never left, but yeah, he had a he he left for what five games. And Dom and Dombele looks good again because he is good. He is good. Yeah, I was gonna um, say <laughs> if you play him right, you use him in the right positions. Yeah, yeah which he should be free. Free that man. Um, yeah, I mean, quality win. I mean, <laughs> and Dombele plays good when he doesn't have Kane dropping into his position. Yeah. Like, <laughs> When you actually have a striker that plays striker. Yeah. Um, And then the last game of the week, Arsenal-Crystal Palace 2-2. Thanks for a 95th-minute goal from Lacazette. Crystal Palace looking good. Yeah. Could have won this game. He's got him playing, Vieira. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is the big surprise. I think the questions are all about Vieira. Yeah, and they're they're actually like – like each game, you kind of know what to expect from him, which is really – like that's what you need from in a, in a good way. Like they have an yeah. identity to them. Crystal Palace really are, need to stay up. Are very close. I mean, they 
one, five, and two. They have the most draws in the Prem. No other team has. Oh, Southampton at four, but what? Yeah. I mean, you look at giving up that. That hurts. That uh, equalizing goal. They would have actually passed Arsenal here had they won this game. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> but I mean, I'm. I think they'll be fine. Connor Gallagher again looks great. Yeah, he looks solid. It's creating well. Edouard yeah. scoring goals, which is what they bought him to do. Benteke still be okay. Still rolling. Yeah. How old is Benteke? Like thirty-three. I think he's thirty. 30. He's only thirty. What? He's thirty on the dot. Oh my god! Wow. That's interesting. Um, he's been around for so long, and I feel like he was old been. when, like, he's he's one of those players that's like he's always been old. Mm-hmm. No, when he was at SMB, I didn't think he was old. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, okay, I don't know about old, but like, he was never a player that it was like, oh, he's young. Yeah, it's like there's like players that you know, it's like they've always had like a, I guess, a maturity about them. Maybe that's what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. like even players like Wilshire, like he's 30, but even when he was on Ar- Arsenal, like and uh, even like the early years, it, it never felt like. Wilshire was like, oh, it's the town. I mean, he was, but like he came in so mature and knew how to play at such a high level already that it was it was kind of those things like you didn't really feel like he was that young. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, take it outside of England to Champions League. Uh, uh, Sport- no, I need to, we need to put that on the sound. <laughs> Sporting beat up on Bestikas. <clears throat> and then you're rather surprising here. Ajax beat up on Dortmund for nothing. Yeah. Um, now, maybe not surprisingly, as Ajax are actually favored in this game, which I thought was interesting. I didn't, wouldn't have expected that. Um, <clears throat> but all kudos to them. I mean, they're, they're putting themselves in a really good spot. They're top of that yeah. three and out. I think they should comfortably see them see it through. Man City beat up on Club Bruges. <clears throat> Liverpool beat Atletico three to two. And this is the game I was talking about earlier. I mean, yeah. Allison saves Liverpool in this game. 2.2 expected goals for Atletico to 1.3 for Liverpool. And Atletico, you could say, got robbed of a penalty in late to tie it off. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. I feel like you don't see VAR step in there to say, no, this isn't a penalty that often. Because they got a, the ref called it a penalty, and then VAR was like, no. Yeah. I feel like you would... It goes usually goes the other way. Because they refrain from, from saying it to make sure that's like mm-hmm. a clear and obvious thing. And yeah. yeah, either way. Yeah, which I would not have said that was clear and obvious. I think Liverpool also got a pretty ticky-tacky pen in the first half. And then, you know, who could say? Atletico are in trouble, though. Um, <clears throat> oh, no, they're not. I lied. I was, thinking of, I was thinking of AC Milan. I was thinking of AC Milan. <laughs> yeah. Who are now 0-3 after they lost to Porto. Um, it's rough. Now, it's an interesting thing um, about we're talking about Allison's great performance. So he has three saves. Now there's some big ones. Yeah. But like, I don't feel like goalies have like the double digit save numbers as frequently as some, as they used to. Well, they shouldn't though. If you're on a good team, you shouldn't have to make like 10 saves. Mm-hmm. No, but I, that always used to be like, Oh, what a game that like De Gea had, or what a game that like, I mean, well, I wouldn't argue that saves. those man U teams were that good. Okay. No. Yeah, but, I would argue like, that the game has changed to the fact where teams are more conservative with it. Yeah, and they don't give up as many chances, shooting chances. Mm-hmm. I think the philosophy has changed, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. I just think it's interesting. Like it's reflective of the game. Um, but I just think it's interesting how we like we're talking up this great performance and he only made three saves. Like that doesn't go down in like the history of someone like the like classic goalkeeper. Tim program. Howard, fifteen saves. Yeah, I'll, well, sixteen. Right, sixteen. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was sixteen. One of the two. Um, Either or, still awesome. Inter beats chair. Chris Wondolowski. Sheriff's first loss in the competition. Disappointing. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm still I'm, top I'm, of the group. They had to win that game. <laughs> if they don't, that would have been they might have been in some trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Real blowout shock car. A lot of blowouts. Leipzig yeah. blow a two to one lead against PSG and let PSG come back to win three to two. Could have been four, <laughs> but it was three. <laughs> yeah. Messi decided to be a good guy. I know. Yeah, I don't know why Mbappe takes this penalty. Like, get, get I didn't know why Messi took the first one because Mbappe won the first one. I thought Mbappe was gonna take it. Yeah, but he like pointed over to Messi as soon as um it happened. He like pointed over to for him to take it. So I don't. I mean, Messi should take them all, right? I would yeah. say. I mean, did you see that Panenka? Especially when you're on a hat trick, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. How does Mbappe go? Yeah, I'm fine with taking it away. Like, like. Mbappe, I understand. He Messi has, says his ego is inflated. Yes, the fame has gotten to him. He has a big ego now. Yeah, I don't like Mbappe. I mean, I, I like Mbappe, but I don't know. I used to like him a lot more. Yeah, I would agree. Like last year, he was all like, "Ah, thank you." Andy. Like always, like he has that like high pitched like voice. He says he's like always mm-hmm. happy. He was always like cheery and excited to be part of the game. And now it's like things have gotten a little. uh yeah. Just a little testy. Yeah, testy. yeah. Um, moving on, Barca beat Dynamo Kiev in a game they absolutely had to win. This was the <laughs> most boring game. <laughs> um, on the other side of that group, Bayern put on four on Benfica and not they left including, it late though. Not including two goals that got ruled out earlier, but yes, all four coming in the 70th minute or later, and somehow like this is so confusing to me. Kingsley Komen was awarded man of the match by, uh, like, the Champions League, like, the official Champions League man of the match, despite Leroy Sané having two goals and an assist in the season. What? And being, like, a foot away from having four goals. Yeah, Leroy Sané had an amazing game. This is the type of performance he was signed to do, or he was signed for, and the type of player I expect, like, the type of performance I expect every week from him. This is what he can do. This is what he needs to do. And if he does get to this level where he's consistency, oh my. I mean, Oof. like you're talking about Lewandowski, Sane, and then Komen or Navri. Like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was interesting because, I mean, I don't watch Bayern as much as Joey, but I found it interesting that they used Muller on the right wing and Sane through the middle behind Lewandowski more. They, they play it pretty fluidly. Yeah. Um, Chelsea blow out Malmo for nothing, although. The big takeaway from this game is that both Lukaku and Werner get hurt. This comes literally the same day Tuchel says, I think Lukaku has played too much football. <laughs> yeah. And then proceeds to play him in a game against the worst team in your group, a team you should beat without him, a team you're up 2 nothing in the 21st minute, and then Lukaku gets hurt. If, I mean, if you really truly think that he's overplayed, why are you playing him? Why, I don't see why you even come out and say that. Yeah, I also just don't understand why he's on the field and, like, no need at all. No need at all. 
<laughs> Sorry. I, right, what happened, Joey? <laughs> I have the football game on right now. And someone on the Broncos made a play at the sideline and just completely ran into the camera person. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. Um, but yeah, like, I don't understand why he's playing in this game. This is the game where if you're playing FIFA career mode, I mean, you're, you're resting your starters. Right? I mean, you're not – you rotate that squad. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me why he would say – like, he knew he was going to yeah, play. I don't understand why he said it and then proceeded to play. And that's like, where it's like, what are you doing? Like, and, and you know – I don't understand what kind of game – let's see, let's even say he doesn't play. Like, what, what does coming out and saying that preemptively do? I, I don't understand. Maybe, don't understand maybe he's saying that he's on board with uh, FIFA's biennial World Cup, which is supposed to reduce the amount of games people play. Doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because it's like mm-hmm. it reduces the amount of travel time too, or whatever. Because like they would only have two international breaks all year, where they would just be like a month straight, where you would only play international games. I hate this. I hate. I hate. I everything. hate that. It's actually a money grab, and FIFA's going to do everything they can to make it not sound like a money grab, but it is. Yeah. And it's. I I think it's stupid. It, it definitely devalues the World Cup. Have it every two years. The Olympics are special because they're every four years. The World yeah. Cup is special because it's every four years. Yeah, you can't just come out here and have these soccer players play a different sport every two years, like the Olympics. At least they change it up. Yeah. Um, Salzburg beat Wolfsburg. Um, they're at the top of their group through three games rather comfortably. <laughs> Should be at nine points, but, you know, in that game against Sevilla where there were four penalties or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, we're seeing somebody's stock rise a lot with this Kareem Adeyemi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just praying Byron signed this kid. Um, they passed up on Holland when he was at Salzburg. I mean, I think that was absolutely no one's going to say that Holland made the wrong decision going to Dortmund because his his stock has just gone sky, oh, sky high. Yeah. yeah, but Adeyemi. Oh my gosh, I'm also excited just for the German national team. Germany yeah. needed a striker for years. Yeah, oh, I'm excited. More of a pure striker. Mm-hmm. And you also have Mukoko coming up too. He's like 16, 17. Germany could be a okay soon. Um, the other game in that group, Sevilla tie Lille. Nil nil. Villarreal blow out young boys. And then Manchester United mount a comeback down 2 nothing early to win 3 to 2. Thanks to a late goal from Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, well, no thanks to him that we didn't score a goal earlier because he was terrible. So yeah. this is my point I was making. People can get so excited about Ronaldo doing what I, you know, oh, my God, he gets the winner. First off, a header he should score. It's put on a dime by Luke Shaw. If Cavani's there, he scores it too. He's just not there because Ronaldo's playing in the position. So, like, it – don't act like Ronaldo saved this game because he didn't a beautiful ball by Luke Shaw did. And our overall team tenacity to come back did um, like his effort levels are just not there throughout the course of the game. And I think that we like, it just doesn't fit a, like a team. Dyna- I, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't to me fit the style right now of Manu. Um, yeah. Well, I think it just goes into further saying like, Man, you don't really know what their playing style is right now. No, that's true. But I would mm-hmm. say that 
Well, I would say it is more. We saw once that Rashford came back, like our style is like in the end, it's hitting on the break. Mm-hmm. Like we can hold the ball like 50 50, but where we get most of our goals is on the break because Rashford and Greenwood run in behind and then they have like a two on one or one on one and then they just finish. I mean, that's like our whole strategy the first half was absorb pressure and um, hit them on the break and play a long ball to, to Rashford, which yeah. I mean is good. It's good to have them in the team, but that can't be the whole, it can't be the whole game plan. Um, now, you were also blaming Ole, right? Off to start, yeah, I would blame him the for how it started. I wouldn't blame him for the comeback. I think the comeback's on the players because they were pissed off and they wanted to win. Um, I, I'm just gonna no, no, I'm just gonna take it back to the beginning of the season when you were trying to say that Ole was almost as good of a manager as Pep and Klopp. I don't think I said that. I believe I was like putting them in tears, and you were like offended that I didn't have Ole up there. Yeah, no, I no, I'm I was offended. Um, I think what it was is that you had him much. I clearly said that he was not on the same level, but based on what he achieved the last season, which if you looked at the last season, I mean, I was, I'll stand by what I said at the time. Well, yeah, I don't judge a manager though on one season. No, but I think I, from the context, I think of the discussion we were having, I think it was based on around that, around the season. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'd rather have Brendan Rogers than Ole. Um, that's interesting. I don't know. I would. So uh, let's, there's context for me that I think is important, um, which I think I've maybe I've said on the show before, or I've tweeted it, or I, I don't know. But he actually makes me enjoy watching it, whether we win or lose. There's you like, did, life. you did not seem to be enjoying the game against Atlanta. No, I mean, I, I, no, I did. Even in the first half, not enjoy. I, I mean, I enjoy not the game, I guess, but like the club. I would rather do what we are doing now than be under like Mourinho or Van Gaal, where we played super defensive and it was boring mm-hmm. and terrible to watch week in and week out. Like, even if the results sometimes came more frequent and we did win a few trophies, I would much rather take what we get right now with Ollie because it's actually exciting to watch sometimes. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm just saying, I mean. No, I'm just saying that's context for me. When I defend him, it's like some of that maybe I'm just kind of like brainstorming right now. I think some of that is like some bias there and my good feelings towards the club right now. And that's maybe um, like just the context behind that. I mean, he's on the hot seat right now, right? And you know you always are when when reports come out say we stand by him. Anytime reports like that come out, you know they're on the hot seat. And now this isn't the first time either for Ole. I mean, this seems like to be a cycle. It's like every two or three months. United start to have a poor run of form and gets on the hot seat. And then all of a sudden they just, like in the game where it's like, oh, you think like if they do really bad, he's going to get fired. And then they just run off results. Yeah, but this one was different because like before when they've done, when they've run off a result, it's like actually a convincing win. I mean, this was bad in the first half so there doesn't seem to me a lot to convince like to say that 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 like helps his stock at all i think if he like if if we go i don't think oh i'm not saying it did. i'm not saying this game did okay okay i i was just like comparing it to like some of the times before he's gone on a game that's like helped him i don't think this game helps him really at all i don't agree uh so uh, yeah it's his he was definitely 
I don't know. I think the pro- my problem is is that if you fire him, there's only one person I want that's available right now. And that's Zidane, and I don't think he would come. He wants the France job for sure. Right. So, so my thing is, don't fire him if you don't have somebody already lined up and somebody who's actually going to – I don't want Conte. <laughs> Conte is a two-year thing where he wins the league, but then he gets fired because he starts getting pissed off. Every, like, Conte I want is somebody not going to stick your club. Conte no. is going to win. Exactly. But I don't want that. I want somebody <laughs> who's going to be able to, like, set some seats – for like or some plant some seeds and win like you know i i think conte is gonna just like give us that quick i mean we yeah. saw what chelsea did yeah um ryan do we have any scintillating stats oh i can give you boys some stats quite scintillating all right we will start off looking at the premier league in a category that is most dribbles leading to key passes slash shots in the Premier League this season. Now, one man comes to mind when you say dribble, and that is still Adama Traore. So, fact or fiction, Adama Traore has 10 more carries leading to key passes and shots in the Prem this season than anyone else. I don't have any reason to say no. Yeah, sure. I'll go back. Back. Believe it or not, this is fiction. And he is not even number one. Oh, wow. Number th- in third is Mikhail Antonio with 17 dribbles leading to key passes or shots. Second is Adama with 21. And first, anyone want to guess who's first? It's a fairly obvious name. Alan St. Maximin. Correct. Alan St. Maximin <laughs> is one with 22. Yeah, I think the difference there is that a lot of Adamas Traore or dribbles are just not in dangerous areas. Ryan, can I put a pause on scintillating stats to pose a question to Joey? Sure. So, Joey, well, you're thinking about this. Um, Alan St. Maximin. What squads in the world does he not get into? Does he not like start or get yeah. into? Start. Um, it's a good question. I mean, City is not going to start. I so interesting. I think City may might. I don't think he would start. So not over Mares or Bernardo because you say. They don't fit Pep's system. He wouldn't fit Pep's system enough. Not to say that he shouldn't okay. start, but like I don't think he would start. Okay, I think that's He's also just different. not as talented as of a player as Bernardo or Mahrez overall. Okay. All right. He's not going to start at Bayern. No. He's not going to start at Liverpool. No. Mm-hmm. He's not going to start on I mean, maybe Chelsea, actually. Chelsea would be close. Depends because they love Mason Mount so much, you know. He doesn't really fit their system either, so he probably wouldn't start there. But I think he could. I think he could play over, like... I think it's an option. I think, yeah. I think he could be, like, a spot starter, but I don't think he would be, like, a starter-starter. I mean, it's only it's only going to be a handful. I mean, yeah. right now, he would probably start yeah. Real Madrid because Real Madrid just don't have amazing, amazing forwards. Right. Um, He would start at Barca, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think and, he's going to PSG. Oh, yeah, he doesn't start at PSG. So, 
I mean, he's only four goals. I mean, it's like five teams. He's a really, really talented player. And Man U. He's not consistent enough. Yeah. He's very talented at dribbling. He's definitely worked on his shot. His shot has definitely improved this year. Yeah. But he is not very consistent, and he does also get injured pretty easily. Okay. I mean, I would rather have Kingsley Conan than St. Maximin. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if I necessarily disagree, but. Very similar players. Yeah. Okay. But Coleman's just a serial winner. So. On the league every year of his career. Oh, yeah. It's pretty crazy. All right. Back to stats. I'm looking at the most goal and assist contributions by a midfielder in Europe over the last five seasons. Tyler, Bayern, PSG, and Juve. No, I know. I was just making. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, still the Juve one's a little less. It's like that's actually kind of good. Um, no, that's when they were dominant. Yeah. No, but still, the Serie A is like it's out of those three, the most competitive. I bet if you looked at it, the closest season to him not winning a title might have been at PSG. Maybe hmm. I don't know. Maybe. That'd be that'd be interesting to look at. Well, Ryan, also maybe. have to change it a little bit too because Byron played four less games a year. So, mm. um, go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. All right. Most goal contributions by a midfielder in Europe the past five seasons. So we're not going to go fact or fiction here. I'm going to pose a question to you guys. So it is fact that over the last four seasons, one midfielder has either outright led or tied for the lead in goal and assist contributions in Europe. What midfielder do you guys think that is? I think there's three easy guesses here. Yeah, Muller and Brenner are two of the easy guesses. Yeah. He has been hurt too much to be at the top, though. Muller, I think, would be real easy to say, except it's the last five seasons. Last four. Four. Yeah, so that's when Muller still got benched by uh, Nico Kovac or whatever. That would be included in there where he just didn't play and then came on to break the assist record when he started playing. Does Messi count? No, Messi does not count. Bruno Fernandez, another one. Bruno should, Bruno's there. He definitely does stats. The last four years, it's he's been like it, he's been he hasn't. I don't think it's under forty five. So Bruno's in there. I know Bruno's in there. Huh. And it's just midfielders. Yeah. I mean, Bruno is the first. Like, I think Bruno's the most realistic answer. I think it's Bruno. Bruno and I think Muller's is up is ahead of De Bruyne. Yeah. You know. For sure, because the Bruyne's been hurt for so many times, so much. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, the breakdown is season by season on this. I do not know who came in second and third, etc. I see like first for 16, 17, first for 17, 18, first for 18, 19, and so on. So that could very well be that some one of the names you're saying is like second and third. So and we're like, just picking somebody who won each. We're just trying to figure out yes. who won the specific, specific seasons. Yeah. And I'm saying that the past four seasons have been won by the same player. Oh, Bruno. Joey? 
Yeah, I think that's a good guess. Is it just yours? Yeah. It is Bruno. 16-17 was Erickson with 36 goal contributions. A little cheap, though, because you're talking about someone who played in the Portuguese top division for some of those years. Yeah, for like a year and a half. Yeah. 17-18 was Bruno tied with Coutinho at 36. (laughs) And then 18-19 was Bruno with 50. 1920 was Bruno with 49, and then 2021 was Bruno with 45. Absolutely smacking it nowadays. I wonder All if right. I had seen a stat in conjunction with that because I had seen Bruno's, I think, recently. So maybe that I had like somebody edited it and just maybe. maybe. We've got one last stat this week. And again, instead of being fact or fiction, I'll just ask you guys a question. Um, the player with the most expected assists in the Premier League so far this season. Um, I want you two to decipher this out. And I will give you a hint. This player it would, is primarily seen as a goal scorer, not a goal provider. Very keen. I like that. It is not Harry Kane. A goal scorer. Uh, Mo Salah. Not it is Salah. not Mo Salah. Oh, interesting. Sadio Mane. It is not Sadio Mane. I was Daka, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, but he's a goal scorer. Um, All right, I'll give you another hint. He plays for a top half team. Oh, is this Premier League only? I missed that. Yes. Um, course. I just well, I just want to say Big Dom. I know it's not him though. <laughs> um, is it? It's not Lukaku, is it? No. It, it's got to be someone on a big. Is it Ronaldo? No. So we're just rifling through people right now. Is it Pogba? Yeah, no, he's not a gold seaman. Oh, but it, it's expected assist, but Pog was <laughs> not on it, no. Um, I'll give you another hit. It is not a player for a team in a European spot. Okay. Thomas. No. Is it Ivan Tony? It is Ivan Tony. I thought about that on <laughs> <laughs> 3.12 expected assists. That's interesting. Total. I yeah. think that's more system based than uh yeah. You want to know who number one is in all of Europe right yeah. now? Killian Mbappe. I mean with 4.6. Makes sense. That's yeah. a lot of expected assists. Mm-hmm. 0.47 per mm-hmm. 90, though. So because P because League on has played like an extra game. Oh, okay. Or something. That's yeah. still a lot. Is that it? That is it. Okay. What is uh the beard? Uh, what are you betting on this week, Tyler? I'm touching my beard for a little bit of luck. I don't know okay. why. That's okay. Uh, that's the first week we're doing that, but hold on, we're gonna see what we're gonna see what that that does. So, first one. Um, actually, I don't know if this is the first. Yeah, first. So we're doing all on Sunday, because Sunday's got three great Premier League games. The first being. Um, 
Tottenham at West Ham. Also, Ryan just lied in our group chat, but that's fine. Um, so we have Tottenham at West Ham, and I'm going to take West Ham. They are the favorites um, at plus 138. Tottenham's like, I think, plus 180. But um, I like Tottenham. I like the way West Ham sets up against Tottenham way more disciplined, um, better. I think they're going to, I think they should dominate the midfield. Suchek, Rice, and um, I mean, whoever you want to throw into playing that camp spot, we'll see. Um, but I, so I think, um, yeah, I like West Ham uh, in this game for Tottenham. So that's one. Then at the same nine o'clock hour, uh, Leicester at Brentford. I think this guy, this game is goals all written over it. And I would take the over, except I feel like there are so many goals in this game. So I think it's going to be a draw Leicester Brentford. Brentford's gotten draws against good teams or, and at least, you know, we've seen what they did against Chelsea probably should have won the game. Uh, I think this is a game where Brentford could honestly they could beat Leicester. Leicester hasn't been on great form except for the game against Man U. I think it'll be exciting. That, that, that should be a great game to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Almost more excited than the, Probably what is hyped up to be the best game of the weekend could very well just be the biggest blowout of the weekend, which would be Man U and Liverpool. Um, and I'm going to take the over because I think Liverpool scores three goals themselves. I'm not 100% Maguire. Yeah. Uh, the over is two. The, it's the lines at 2.5, uh, minus 160 on that. So wow. you're not getting great odds. But um, wow. That's... But you know. That's I mean, yeah, um, they're gonna. I mean, you're basically saying Liverpool should score two, United should score one. I definitely could see that game having goals in it. Yeah, I th- I think that's although, and then we, you know, there's the chance that Ali comes out and just play. We play like park the bus, basically. I think that's even happen. Yeah, probably. But we'll see if that holds up. The bus might just break down because I don't know, made out of plexi or made out of like freaking aluminum foil. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add? Enjoy this Sunday. Yeah. Best, best match day all season. Yeah. Steelers are on their bye week too. Yeah, all the we're talking to Prime and we're like, we don't have enough TVs to watch all the <laughs> soccer games and football games that'll be going on at the same time. Oh, I have enough TVs. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Ted Lasso talk about this morning. Yeah, no lasso. It's over. You have to wait until season three comes out. All right. With that, we will sign on off. The whistle is blowing. We got. We bid you adieu. Yeah, we bid you adieu.